keep colouring, but keep listening. And everyone that isn't colouring, you can, you can listen along too, okay? So I want you to tell me, put your hand up if, if any of you have ever met the Queen. The Queen of England. Andy's met the Queen. That was somewhat inevitable. What do you mean, that? How, how does... Yeah, it doesn't really count. <laughs> doesn't, she, she doesn't know your name, so it doesn't count. So no one's met the Queen. Has anyone... Uh, has anyone... So Andy's seen the Queen in a parade. Has anyone ever done that too? So sort of been in a crowd or a parade that the Queen's been... Yeah, there's a few people. Yeah, I've done that too. Anyone seen the Queen on TV? Yes, that's... It. Just gives everybody a chance to put their hand up. It's good. Um, <clears throat> imagine... Imagine if the Queen uh, came to Chippenham. Wouldn't that be quite cool? I remember the Queen came to Worcester, where I'm from, uh, when I was a kid, and <clears throat> I didn't really know why she was there. She was probably opening like a library or something. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but it was a really big deal, and it would be the same here, wouldn't it? The Queen came to Chippenham. Uh, imagine that she was walking up the high street, and she came, uh, kind of crossed over uh, the bridge and kind of and walked past the Olympiad here. The what would be the case? There'd be massive crowds. The kind of the, the pathways would be filled with people. What would they be waving? Like flags, cheering perhaps. Uh, one of the little girls would kind of go and give her some flowers and do a whole curtsy thing. And, and uh, you know, we know this scene, don't we? If, if the Queen came to Chippenham, uh, we know what it'd be like um, to welcome her here. And that's really, that, that, that's kind of the same as what happened to Jesus in the story that the kids acted out. Um, that's in all of the four Gospels, the four accounts of Jesus' life. That's really what happened in Jesus' story, that Jesus was welcomed um, as king, but he wasn't just passing through a town. He he wasn't coming to open uh, a library or whatever uh, the queen was doing in in my hometown. Jesus was coming to a place called Jerusalem, and he was welcomed as God's king, welcomed as the king uh, who will rescue God's people. Now, who can remember um, what the, the word that Andy was kind of shouting and getting us kind of waving and shouting? Can you remember, remember what that is? So kind of shout it out. What was the word? Hosanna, yes, which is a kind of a weird word, isn't it? It's not a word that um, you hear very often other than today in church, um, but you don't hear that word very often. And I kind of want to just spend a little bit of time now, then we'll have a bit of a, a break for something else, and then we'll come back later. But I want to spend a bit of time now just explaining what that word means, that word Hosanna. Now, if we lived back when Jesus was alive, um, and we met here at the Olympiads, and we were in the swimming pool. So imagine that, okay? We're back with, uh, around Jesus' time, and we're in the swimming pool in the Olympiads, and someone pushes you in the swimming pool, which is very naughty. And you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't push people into the pool. But imagine that you were pushed into the pool and we spoke uh, the same language as Jesus. We were back there with him. You would shout, Hosanna. Probably. Maybe. Exactly. You'd shout, Hosanna. Because Hosanna means, save me. It means, save me, rescue me. And it's the kind of thing that you'd maybe hear in in the Olympiad swimming pool up there if you fell in and you needed to call the lifeguard and you'd shout to the lifeguard, save me, help me, Hosanna. I I wouldn't say that word these days, of course, but back then, that's what it meant. It meant, save me, rescue me. And it's the kind of thing that you would shout to a lifeguard for help. But also what it meant wasn't just help, save me. It also meant something like, well, you, you have saved me, or, or, or you've saved me. This salvation has, has come. It kind of meant both things. So it's both as um, 
is that, that sense of cry for help, but also a cry in response, a cry of thanks in response to something. So maybe you may, you're, you're in the pool and you're in trouble and you shout, Hosanna, save me. And you see the lifeguard coming and you would shout Hosanna again because you're thankful for the, the lifeguard coming to save you. See, Hosanna is a cry for help and it's a cry of thanks. Hosanna is hooray for salvation. Uh, hooray for being saved. It's coming. It's here. Hosanna, please save me. And this group, this massive crowd of people in Jerusalem that you were doing a very good job of uh, acting out as, they were all shouting Hosanna. They were all shouting, save me, to Jesus the King. See, the best kings are, are powerful, aren't they? The, the best kings are, are, are popular. The best kings are strong. They're mighty. They, they have a throne. The best kings and queens have a really good crown. They have really good robes. And they have a people that they rule over. The best kings and the best queens are, are heroes, aren't they? In all, the, in all the stories, the best kings, the best queens are heroes who save and rescue people in trouble. But what about God's king? What about Jesus, God's chosen king, the Messiah? These people were shouting, Hosanna. Will God's king rescue them? What does it look like? What does it look like when God shows up? What does it look like when God shows up? Jesus comes into Jerusalem and finally the king is coming. But what kind of king is he? Life is a story, isn't it? All of us. All of our life is a story. My life is a story. It has a beginning, a middle, and there'll be an end. Your life is a story, one big, long story. But also, life isn't just one, one story. Life is made up of stories, isn't it? So um, we could talk about the stories of the kind of weekends that we've had, you know, what we've done, how, how long we've been in the sun. Uh, for me, it was about two minutes. Um, this is what I look like after two, no, not really. <laughs> um, but we've all got, life is made up, not, not just of one big long story, but it, life is made up of, of lots of little stories, sometimes good stories with happy endings, sometimes bad stories with, with sad endings, comedy, tragedy, and kind of everything in between. And, and isn't it true that the best parts of life, the best stories in life happen when our stories meet other people's stories? Isn't that, isn't that the case? The, the, the best stories are ones where, where, where two or more people's stories sort of join, intersect, and join each other. And that's essentially sharing life with each other. It's, it's, it's opening yourself up, opening your story up to someone else to, to, to share with you in that story. So what happens when God's story meets ours? What happens when God's story meet, uh, intersects with with your big long story or your kind of little story of this weekend. God comes to Jerusalem. God King shows up. And what does God's King look like? What is the story of God's King? Well, God's King looks like Jesus riding a donkey at the beginning of the week that he dies. Now, I don't want to offend too many people um, but I think donkeys are a little bit rubbish I don't know I, that, maybe that's controversial I, for me donkeys are just a little bit a bit kind of bizarre um, they're fine on Western Supermare 
They're absolutely fine. Other than that, I don't really see, you know, too much, too many redeeming features about donkeys. They, they, they sound funny. They smell funny. They don't really... I, I, personally, uh, you can talk to me afterwards if you want, but, like, who rides a donkey? Seriously. Um, it's just not really the done thing. Jesus comes to Jerusalem. He's, he's God's king. He's welcomed as God's king, and he's riding on a donkey. Who does that? Donkeys aren't for fighting. You don't get donkey jousting. Um, Well, you might do, but you don't get donkey jousting. Donkeys are just for the beach, for kids on the beach. That's really, like, what are they there for? But actually, the Old Testament talks about God's king coming in peace, coming on a donkey even, coming in peace to bring peace to a broken world, to, to broken hearts, and that's Jesus. Jesus doesn't bring peace with a sword. If he did, he'd come on a, a very different animal, I think, to a donkey. He doesn't come to bring peace by the sword, by kind of an impressive fighting horse. He brings peace by dying five days later on Friday. Five days after he enters Jerusalem. And that's what God looks like. That's God's story, how it intersects with our big story. Jesus nailed to this cross of wood on a Friday lunchtime. Jesus, Jesus really is the king, though. He really is the king. He has a throne. He has a crown. He has royal robes. And he has a people that he cares for and looks after. But he's not the king we expect. He's actually very different to the king we expect. So maybe, maybe donkeys are okay after all. He comes to serve the Jesus, God's king, comes to serve. He doesn't come to dominate. He comes to rescue, not to condemn. Jesus' throne is his cross. His crown was made of thorns. Jesus' royal robes were given to him for a laugh, to mock him. And he has a people, but they're really unimpressive and they're messy. Because God's people have a serious, serious problem. The words that the kids were singing and doing the actions to are true. That we are, well, we live in isolation from God. We live separate from him. It curved in on ourselves. And it's a problem because the wages of sin is death. That, that was what the kids were singing. The wages of sin is death. That, that separation, that isolation deserves something but there is good news there is a gift of life that was in the song as well there is a gift of life Jesus offers himself to you with open arms in love with open arms God's people are messy and broken and unimpressive you just sort of have to look around and chat with any of us probably for more than 30 seconds, and you'll see that we're really not that impressive. We're actually, if, if you can get kind of below the, you know, your sunburn looks bad and how you're doing, if you get below that, actually we're pretty messy as well. There's nothing spectacular about us. I'm sorry if, if you feel that you are spectacular, but actually there isn't. Uh, we are all separated from God and that's a problem. We're messy and we're broken, but God is kind. God is generous. The God that is, is Jesus, God's son, coming to Jerusalem is kind and generous and humble. And so the question that we want to ask you 
this afternoon, whether you're colouring and cutting, uh, whether you're overseeing the colouring and cutting, or whether you're, you're here and, and visiting, just kind of whatever age you are, whoever you are, um, we want to ask you this question. And the question is this, will you shout Hosanna to Jesus today? Hosanna means save, save us. Will you call on Jesus, just like that crowd, and say, Jesus, save me. I need to be rescued from myself. My story is messed up. My big story, the little stories are messed up and broken, and I need you. Hosanna, please save me. Will you this week shout Hosanna to Jesus to say, God's king will save us? Will you say Hosanna this week? Jesus isn't like a lifeguard in the Olympiad who would just throw in a ring and hope it gets to us. I'm sure the lifeguards here are better than that. I don't want to say anything bad about them. But, but Jesus is not a lifeguard just kind of from a distance throwing a flotation device from a long way away. Jesus dives in. He dives into where we're drowning. He dives into where we're dying. He, he dives into our pit in our mess to come and rescue us. And that's Jesus today, Palm Sunday, coming into Jerusalem, being welcomed, welcomed as God's king, but a different king to what we expect. A king that is powerful and is important and is strong. But more than that is a king who gives himself, gives his everything for that whole rest of the week. By the end of the week, on Friday, Jesus dies. And we'll remember that on Good Friday. Again, it's just kind of a weird name, Good Friday. But it's good because it's really the, the centerpiece of this whole Christianity thing is, is what happens this week at Easter. The, the whole focus, the, the, whole, the whole kind of point of our hope is hope in Jesus, God King, the King that dies, the King that hangs on the cross, Jesus the King, the humble one, giving himself, giving his, giving his everything for you and for me in love. So will you go to him today and this week and say to him, Jesus, Hosanna, please save me. Jesus, Hosanna, thank you for saving me. Will you, will you go to Jesus this week and shout Hosanna to him?